You want happiness in your life and you want blessings in your life. You gotta let go of your way of doing things. You gotta let go of your serpent. Welcome to Roy Chapman Ministries with Pastor Roy and Sister Judy Chapman. Pastor Roy Chapman has a powerful message to bless you and encourage you. Now join us for this life-changing message from Pastor Roy Chapman. I believe whatever you need today, he's got it for you. He's got it tagged as a gift with your name on it. Now it's up to you if you want to move out and get it and receive it. You know, if you want energy, you got to give some energy. I know it don't sound right. It don't sound good. I said, if you want some energy, you got to give some energy. If you just sit back and lay back, you'll continue to get weaker and tireder. Oh, help me in this house, Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. So we got to start moving in the things of God. If we want something, we got to go get it. Hallelujah. I never sat at home and waited for something to come to me. I went after it. I found I could get it a lot quicker. If you just sit there and say, oh, come on, come on, come on. It's subject not to do anything. But if you'll go after it and say, come on in the name of Jesus, put some action behind what you're talking about, then you will get something done, amen? Hallelujah. I'm gonna talk to you this morning a little bit if the Lord allows me about no more circles. No more circles. Take your hand and make a circle. And really what you ought to do if you got a piece of paper, you ought to just draw a circle on that piece of paper. After you get that circle drawn out, you ought to take an X and put it right across it. No more circles. What are you talking about, Brother Chapman? Well, as children, I don't know about you, but most of us are, we're trained for circles. A lot of us, when we first started writing, the first thing they want us to do is make a... Y'all gonna come to church? I mean, you're already the church, but why don't you act like the church and join in with me and help me preach in this house this morning? Hallelujah! When we started writing, it was a what? Circle! Now... When you went to the merry-go-round, what was it? The thing was running in a circle. Did you get on and happen to probably get off at the same place you got on at? Are you still in this house? Circle. Get on the cakewalk. Anybody ever been on a cakewalk? I used to like them cakewalks. I, we were pretty good at it. We had a lot in our family. We just all get on there. One of us going to get a cake. But you know what? We go in a circle. A lot of our lives are like that. We're just in a circle. We're just circling around. Somebody said, my bank account's like that. Well, that's what I'm talking about. No more circles. Some people's marriage is in a, in other words, a goose egg. Hello out there. Some people's relationship is a circle. In other words, it don't add up to nothing. It's just a circle. It's a goose egg. But we are going to have to move out and X those circles out 
and know that God's got more for us. He wants us to be happy in every area of our life. And the only way you're going to be happy in your life is get rid of the circles. The mentality that you got to go around and around and around. Because you'll get on the bad road. Listen to me this morning. You'll get on the bad road. Anybody know what a bad road is? And let me just ask you this. Has anybody ever been on a good road? Boy, nobody wants to say anything. I mean, everybody's like, hmm. Well, in the natural, if you're on a good road, you don't have the bumps. You don't have all the potholes. You're able to kick it up a little bit higher speed. And if you got a good car, the front end won't even shake. See, I've had them kind of cars. Well, you only go so fast because, and you better hold on that steering wheel. Because you'd get a massage, shaking. But you get on a bad road and that front end was just a little bit out of line. See, that's the way you and I are. We, we get on a bad road of life and, 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 hello, everything's out of line. And so the road is bad and we just start shaking. We just, we go right with bumps, right with the humps. But what are we in? We're in a circle. Because we get those bad roads. And it seems like we can't find the, the good roads. We stay on the what? The bad roads. But it's, I found out that the people that get on the good roads seem to like the good roads better. And when they turn and get on one that's not just right, they recognize it real quick. Are you, are you listening to me? Why? Because they're so used to having a, a better, smoother ride. If you're used to having lots of money in your bank account and all of a sudden you don't have none, do you think you'll recognize it? Well, you'd better. But you might want to recognize it before it happens. Are you listening to me this morning? Because we get on the bad road and we seem to, regardless of what happens in our life, it seems like we come back to the, the bad things. Are you listening? This seems to happen with our past. Woo! Everybody really got quiet, didn't they? I said it seems to happen with our past. We got a circle. And the devil's job, look at somebody say, the devil works overtime. Why don't you work sometime? See, if you just work sometime, let the word work mightily in you you would defeat him working overtime. Amen. Are you listening to me? But what happens is, we've got our past up here. And our past is, you know, not everybody's past is real bad like mine. You know, I started out with a good life. The first 12 years of my life, I was a good fella. <laughs> I know that shocks y'all. But some people say, well, it was circumstances. Well, that's what I said. It wasn't my control. It was circumstances in my life that caused me to start looking at things different. So I found that things were going bad from about the 12 years of age on up for, I won't tell you how old I was. But my family told me I'd never make 21. Are you listening to me? Because of my lifestyle. 
But I have found that if you got having a, a bad past, what happens is you just compound it and keep getting it worse and worse and worse unless you get off of the circle. Unless you're willing to make a change. Hello out there. Somebody needs to listen to me this morning. I think everybody in this house needs to listen to me this morning. If you don't get off of the merry-go-round, the circle, because the devil's job is, is to keep bringing it back up, set it right up there in front of you, and try to get you to admire it. Are you listening? He'll, he'll make a little bitty thing a great big thing. And he'll just puff it up, puff it up, puff it up. And all of a sudden, if you're not careful, you'll start massaging it. Boy, it's quiet in here this morning. You'll start flirting with it, in other words. You'll start, you'll start entertaining that and, and let your thoughts be controlled. I feel the Holy Ghost in this house. You start being controlled by your past and not by your now and not by your future or what you've got in Christ Jesus. You will allow your past because you're still on the circle. You're going around and around and around and what was happening is still happening. And what, if you keep doing what you're doing, it's going to keep happening. Why? Because you own a circle. Somebody ought to say, exit out. Oh, somebody ought to say, exit out. See, I can't be on no circle no more. I can't be letting the devil bring up my past. My past is under the blood. Are you listening to me? I said, my past is under the blood. See, you can't see through the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus washes you whiter than snow. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Bless his name. We all come to a place in life where we realize that we're moving, but we don't. Realize that we're not going anywhere. What is that? That's the circle. We all are moving. Oh man, man, I'm doing a lot of things. I'm really getting, you know, yeah. But you're at the same place you was 25 years ago, five years ago, two years ago. Are you listening in this house? This year will soon be over with. And most people at the end of the year, they start making plans for the following year. And they start saying, I'm going to do this, 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 this. And I'm not against any of that kind of stuff. But they didn't get off of the circle. Are you listening to me? They didn't get off of the circle. So what happens is about, about the, maybe the first quarter, the end of the first quarter, they find it's like the first quarter was the last year. The second quarter, y'all know what the quarters are, right? There's four quarters in a year. Not 25 cents worth either. <laughs> but they find that that year will scoot on by and they're at the same position. They've been moving, but they had not got anywhere. They haven't accomplished anything because they're still on the circle. Oh, my, my, my. Help me, Holy Ghost. Look in Matthew. Matthew 6. We're not going any place or getting any place when we're looking back at the bad road or looking back at the past. 
Have you ever seen anybody driving a car going backwards? If you do, get out of their way. But for some reason, we'll do that in life. I don't even like to see somebody just to use the mirrors backing up. I think God gave them a neck. They need to do some looking at some mirrors. Have you ever wondered why in an automobile that the windshield is a lot larger than the mirrors? Because maybe you ought to be observing what's going on up here more than you are should be back there, right? That's the same thing in life. We got to be looking ahead, looking at the now, and looking at what we should be doing right now if we want to get off of the circle. Now, the thing that always comes to mind when I started, because back when I was a child, we'd sing an old song, just a little hymn part deal, and it'd say, Will the circle be unbroken? By and by, Lord, by and by. Anybody ever heard it? Now, what that song is talking about, that kind of circle we don't ever want broken because that's talking about the circle for when your family gets to heaven, that you got the family and you're the family of God. But the circle of the family is all made it to heaven and made it to glory land. Are you listening to me? That's not the kind of circle we're talking about today. Are you still with me? But if we seek the right things and the right purpose and realize that we have a purpose in life, if we pursue the right things, look at somebody say, you got to pursue the right things. How can we get to the destiny? How can we get to the position that God wants us to be at and where God has already orchestrated and ordained for us to be if we stay on the circle? You're not getting there. It's impossible. That would be like me saying I'm going to Dallas and go up here and get on 610 Loop and drive around and around 610 Loop and somebody calls me on the phone and says, what are you doing? I said, I'm on my way to Dallas. <laughs> are you listening to me? And I keep circling that. And I use that as an illustration because one time my brother came to see me and he hadn't been to Houston in, 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 since it, it back was way back there. And I told him, I said, you come in. He was coming in from Longview, and I said, you come in 59, catch 610, and come on around and take my exit. And time went by, and time, of course, they didn't have cell phones back then. Time went by, went by, went by. I told her, I said, he should have been here a long time ago. Several more hours went by. And then another hour went by. And my phone rang. He said, just where in the world are you? I said, I'm right where I was when you talked to me before. I said, where are you? He said, this is the longest cotton-picking road I have ever seen in my life. I said, where are you at? He said, I'm on this 610 loop. He said, I've been on it for hours. He was circling. I said, man, you don't tell me how many times you passed my exit. And it wasn't no time he was there at the house. He learned about 610 Loop. So he would, if he was here today, he'd tell you, you can't get to Dallas on 610 Loop. Now, most of you already realize that too. But what do you do in life? You get on another kind of circle. 
and you just circle around in the same old things, the same old speech, the same old friends. Oh, I'm going to have to have some help in this house. The same old friends. And some of you even eat the same old food. Hello. Just a circle. And next thing you know, you've grown old. And you've done a whole lot of traveling. But you had not got anywhere. All those dreams and all those things that you wanted to accomplish and all that happiness that had been stored up in you and God wanted to pull it out. You keep pressing it down because you're on the circle. You're just circling around with the same old, same old. Are you still listening to me? In Matthew, Matthew 6 and 33, all of you knows this scripture, I'm sure. I'm the New Living Translations. It says, seek the kingdom of God. Why does a lot of people stay on a circle? Because they're seeking everything but the kingdom of Almighty God. Did you hear what I said? But my Bible tells me, seek the kingdom of God. Above all else. Now, what else does that cover? That covers all. Everything else. Well, Brother Chapman, I got to have some money. Seek God. I said, seek God. Seek God. I said, money. Well, my Bible tells me that if I would seek Him first, He'd tell me how to get a hold of some money. And he'd tell me how to do it the legal way, the proper way. That would glorify him and no man would get any credit. And it wouldn't even no boss man get no credit out of it. Because he would orchestrate what I would be receiving. Are you listening to me? Above all else, live righteously. Wow, that's a word we don't hear much anymore. We don't hear a lot of people talk about that. Now, yours, yours may read a little bit different than mine because, I, like I said, I'm a New Living Translation. But righteously, how many knows what righteously is? A lot of people, when you say righteously, they get all spooky. They think, oh, my goodness, I mean, how can anybody live righteously but Christ? Well, you know, really, righteously is just living right. Just living the right way. In other words, living God's way. Living His plan. He's got it all written out in this Word. All we got to do is get in the Word and find out how He wants us to do it. And then live it the right way. Don't try to add to it. Don't try to take away from it. That's the way most of us want to do. We want to take the Word. We want to add this because, oh, that'll help us. <laughs> And take this away because, you know, we don't want that to affect us. But if we'll do it the right way, that would be righteousness. Are you listening to me? Hallelujah. And He will give you everything. Look at somebody and say, everything. I like what Sister Deborah does. She tells you just reach out. Come on, you ought to do it. Just reach out. Everything. And now I pull everything unto you right now. Just pull it unto you. Now some of you may need a healing. 
what you need to do, you need to just reach out and pull that healing. Because he said, I'll give you everything. Whatever your body, whatever you need, he said, I will give it to you if you seek me first. In other words, seek ye first the kingdom of God. If you're seeking him and his righteousness, in other words, you're doing the right thing, he's obligated to you and to me to meet our everything. Are you listening to me? It's not his portion for you to have zeros in your bank account. If you got zeros in your bank account, no, this is not a financial message, but it can fit. If you got zeros in your bank account, it had nothing to do with him. It had all to do with you and the zeros. Are you listening to me? Amen, Brother Chapman. That's good preaching. Sometime we need to make changes. Sometime. We need to make changes. Sometimes we gotta make changes in our checkbook. Can we go further? Or do you want me to move on? Sometimes we gotta make changes in our decisions. Sometimes we gotta make changes in our thought pattern. Are you listening to me? Some of you, if you get your thought pattern in control, you won't have a bank problem. Because a lot of people have a ministry. And it's called shopping. Y'all got plenty of time. There seems to be nobody in a hurry when they go shopping. Are you listening to me? Except usually the men. When I go to the store, I know what I want. I knew what I wanted before I went. I wouldn't even go. Are you listening to me? I ain't fixing to be wasting my time. I know you shouldn't be saying fixing, but that's what I was doing. I was fixing. I wouldn't be wasting my time going to no store to look around. I know what they got. So if there's something there I need, I just go there and pick it up and pay for it and get on out. What are we talking about? A circle. A lot of people, see that makes a circle in their marriage because it becomes a hindrance because the man don't want to do what the woman wants to do. Whatever it takes, the circle in your life can be broken. You know why? Is that my preference to spend money? Anybody knows me knows that ain't my preference. I'd rather do anything than spend money. I think money is to keep. Thank you. <laughs> I believe if God gave it to you, he gave it to you for a reason. Now, I believe that you ought to help people, so don't misunderstand me this morning. I believe you ought to help the poor. I think you ought to give to the work of the gospel. I think that you ought to help those in need and all that kind of stuff. But do you know what? To keep yourself out of a goose egg, you ought to try to help yourself. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Now, in Psalms 27 and 8, it says, in New Living Translation, I'll try to cut this short. I know I've got about 20 pages here, but I'll try to cut it short. Psalms 27 and 8, it says, in New Living Translation, it says, My heart has heard you say, Come and talk with me. And my heart responds, Lord, I am coming. Think about that a moment. My heart has heard the Lord Jesus Christ. He's saying to me, come and talk with me. What's he talking about? Seeking first the kingdom of God. Seeking first the kingdom of God. Now, 
depending upon the status of your heart, depending upon the status of your mental ability, in other words, what is you what are you allowing your thought pattern to go, where it's going, the way your response will make a difference. Are you still with me? But my heart responds, Lord, I am coming. I want to talk to the Lord because I realize that everything that I need, everything that I'll ever be, if I ever will be anything, is all in His hands. Are you still with me this morning? And I know that I'm not seeking His hands, I'm seeking His face. But I'm smart enough to know that as my grandchild came in this morning and she got up around my face, you know what she got? She got my hands and she got my arms all wrapped around her. See, that's what I want with Jesus. As I'm seeking his face and I'm, I'm getting up to his face, I know he's going to open up his hands. Oh, I feel the presence of God in this house. He will open his hands and pour me out a blessing and put his hands upon me and I will walk in the power of the presence of Almighty God. I won't have any zeros, or circles in my life at all. Are you still with me this morning? Hallelujah. Now let's look at Proverbs. Proverbs 2. Hallelujah. You know, before... We go to Proverbs 2. Let me talk to you about this right quick. The only way the circles will go out of your life is you and I let them go. Are you listening to me? It's a choice we have to make. We have to, to, make, a, we have to, to make a decision. And we have to determine in our heart that there's going to be no more zeros, no more circles. You'll have to do it in your finances. You'll have to do it in your relationships. You'll have to do it in your marriage. You'll have to do it in your children, with your families. There's no more circles. Because we're not going to rehash. Does anybody have family meetings? You don't have to raise your hand. You know, a lot of people, you know, they'll have these big fusses and they say, well, we need a family meeting. Lord help you. <laughs> you need the Holy Ghost. <laughs> I I've had those meetings. And after we had those meetings so, so long, I found out that we had a circle. And I found out a long time ago those circles didn't help. But what you brought up two years ago or three years ago that's supposed to have been under the bridge and the water was supposed to have washed it away, guess what? It was still circling. <sighs> and all of a sudden it was expressed again. All out of caring, you know. We have to let go. Look at somebody say, just let it go. I mean, sometimes it's hard. Are you listening to me? I mean, sometimes it might make you mad at your job. It's hard to just let it go. You want to go back the next day, the next week, the next month. And me, I, I'm, I'm being, being real honest this morning. I used to be the kind of person like revenge. I, I know none of y'all are like that. And you've never been like that. But me, I'm just talking honest this morning. I used to like revenge. And I used to say, you do it to me, <laughs> might take me a little while. But you can write it down, honey. I'm going to get you back somewhere. 
somehow. It even got me put in jail one time because of that kind of stuff. So I'm telling you, don't do it. It'll get you in hell too. And since I said that, I'm going to go ahead and tell you about it. Had this guy did my brother wrong and did me wrong on a car. And he ripped us off. Well, we, we y'all never been poor, I know. We were poor. And we didn't have no extra money for him to be ripping us off what little bit we had. So we told him, now this is what's fair and this is what's not fair and what you're doing is not fair. Now, if you're going to do this, we're going to have to get this money back some way. <laughs> I know that wasn't a thing to do. So I just told him, I'm going to take it. Uh, this is on tape, ain't it? I said, Lord, thank you for forgiving me. I said, if you take my money, I'm going to take it out of your hide. I know. See, y'all sanctified out there. Y'all. So I looked for every opportunity, and the opportunity didn't show up right. And so finally I met this guy. And I won't go through the details, but out on the side of the road. And I said, you remember me? No. I said, I remember you. I said, I've been watching for you. Because you owe me some money. And I said, I told you, I'm telling you, I'm going to your hide. And so needless to say, we had a fight right there. The last laugh was on me. Are you listening to me? Not that I lost the fight, because I didn't. And that maybe wasn't a good thing. Because he went and filed charges on me. And he told them people another lie. He told them that I had tried to kill him. We just had a street fight. None of y'all never done anything like this, and Lord help you not to. You young people don't ever do what I did. You know, they come and pick me up and put me in jail, charge me with attempted murder. I was facing five to 10 years going to the penitentiary. All I had was a little street fight. The guy come up there in court, he had a cast on his arm and he had this deal on his nose. And, and I said, where'd all that come from? He put on a show that I thought he was in the movie. Make a long story short, I wasn't a Christian. Make a long story short, the Lord even helped me back then. It is amazing. You know, God will help you in your stupidity. But you know what I was in? I was in one of them circles. Bad behavior, got bad behavior. Trouble, got trouble. It just kept happening. So I decided I'm going to have to make some changes. And I'm just going to tell you the truth this morning because that's all I've been doing every time I get in front of this pulpit. That's how I got to Houston, Texas. Because all that happened in Longview, Texas. And I said, I got to make some changes in my life. I got to get out of this town. I got to get away from these people. I got to do something different. Thank God I did. What are we talking about? Circles. Circling around the same old thing on and on and on. So what did I say? We have to let go. And there's an old song. It says, let go and let God have his wonderful way. See, if you want progress in your life and you want happiness in your life and you want blessings in your life, that's what you got to do. You got to let go of your way of doing things. You got to let go of your circles. 
may be the circle of friends. It may be the town that you're in. It may be whatever, but you got to let it go. Are you still with me? It says, let go and let God have his wonderful way. Let go and let God have his way. Your sorrows, you ever had any sorrows? Your sorrows will vanish. Your nights turn to day. Let go and let God have his way. I'm sure you've heard that song. You probably even sang it. I'm surprised. We sang that when I was a kid. But somewhere through life, I found out that there's other things in the world. Are you listening to me? And I got to dabbling in those things because of my decisions was because of circumstances in my life. Not a good excuse, folks. But those circles can destroy you. Only by the grace of God, hear me this morning, Am I standing before you this morning? Only because of the grace of God that I'm not in a penitentiary somewhere. Because they tell me those people in the penitentiary had the same kind of past I had and done some kind of the stupid things I did. Brother Chapman, I never thought you did all that kind of stuff. Honey, if you only knew, you don't have no business knowing. Are you listening to me? What did I say earlier? The blood. The blood. That man is dead. See, I don't want revenge. I want to love people. Are you listening to me this morning? What happened? I've X'd out the circle. I don't want to fight. I want to love. Are you listening to me? I want to be humble. I don't want to be somebody that's all puffed up. you got to knock somebody upside the head. Proverbs 2. It says... My children, and I'm New Living Translation. It says, my children, listen to what I say and treasure my commands. What are we supposed to treasure? His commands. Tune your ears to what? Wisdom. And concentrate on understanding. Cry out for insight and ask for understanding. My, 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 my. Cry out for what? Verse 4. Search for them as you would for silver. Does anybody like to search for silver or go look for gold? Seek them like a hidden treasure. Then you will understand what it means to fear the Lord. And you will gain knowledge of God. Verse 6, I really like this. For the Lord grants wisdom. Look at somebody say it's a gift. The NIV version says the Lord gives wisdom. For the Lord grants wisdom. From his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. You want to be happy? That's the best way. He grants a treasure of common sense to the honest. Wow. He grants a treasure of common sense to the honest. A lot of us, that's what we need is just common sense. I mean, a lot of things, see, that I did, I just didn't use any common sense. But just purity, old common sense, you wouldn't have done it. 
Are you listening to me? He is a shield to those who walk with integrity. Oh, help us, Holy Ghost. He guards the path of the just. Is that you? That's us. He guards the path of the just and protects those who are faithful to him. Wow. See, you thought you was wasting your time going to church, being faithful to him. But the word says he protects those who are faithful. See, when you go to work tomorrow and you're still faithful unto him, you got his protection. Hallelujah. Then you will understand what is right, just, and fair, and you will find the right way to go. That's the right way to go. The right way to go is the road to happiness. Are you listening to me? If you're unhappy, you might check the road you're on. You might be on the 610 loop. Circling. Are you still with me? Hallelujah. Wisdom and victory equals happiness. If you're listening to me and you don't know Jesus Christ, I'm going to give you an opportunity. Just repeat after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I give you my heart. I give you my life. Do something with it, Lord. Cleanse me. Help me to live for you every day. In Jesus' name. This is your year. I am Pastor Roy Chaplin, and I'd like to invite you to our morning services every Sunday at 11 a.m. What happened to you in the past does not define who you are now. At Worship Tabernacle, 3006 East Ritchie Road, Humble, Texas. Come and experience the mighty presence of our Lord. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. For more information about Roy Chapman Ministries, please visit worshiptabernacle.tv and have a Jesus-filled day.